Welcome, welcome to another episode, Perceptions of Life. My name is Amina Zoe and today is the 21st of October. It's one day after full moon and I'm exactly two weeks now in Mexico. And this episode is going to be a little journey through what I have experienced in Mexico and I will tell you a few little stories of the people that I have met here now and I don't know if you know <laughs> but now you're gonna know um, I left Berlin I left my safe life I left everything that I had I sold everything that I own and um, left to go to Mexico I was first in Greece for three and a half months then I went to Portugal and now I'm here and my plan is to well to have no plan <laughs> but my plan is to go through Mexico through Guatemala, Nicaragua, Costa Rica and down to South America without any time limit because there's nothing that is holding me anywhere and yeah to share some stories to share my experiences to share um, the beauty of traveling and to basically just experience myself in these different countries and with all the beautiful stuff that can happen here um, so yeah let's start <laughs> Let's start in Cancun. After 10 hours of flying, <laughs> which was kind of uh, challenging for me because I'm um, sitting 10 hours in the same place is kind of, um, yeah, kind of a challenge. Um, I arrived quite late in Cancun and I came out of the airport and it was so fucking humid absolutely humid i was wet like my clothes were wet immediately and um yeah i think it's 90 percent humidity here in the air and it was crazy crazy hot outside and it was 10 o'clock in the night um i guess and yeah i was walking outside with my 23 kilo backpack on my back um and yeah looking for the guy who was taking me to the hostel and i couldn't find him and the first thing i did was like talking to random people talking to mexicans with my very little spanish um asking for help if they could call the guy and um yeah so long story short i found him everything was super nice um, and his name is fabiano the guy who um, was taking me to the hostel and Fabiano um, is, has left his hometown, Mexico City, 15, um, when he was 15 years old, and he went to Cancun. And um, I want to share his story because I think, yeah, it was like my first impression, it was my first connection to, to Mexico. And yeah, I want to share some, some things about him. So he's maybe around 
maybe he's 50, 50 years old. And with 18 years, he nearly got married. Um, things didn't end up well. He was completely in love, but things just didn't work out. <laughs> so he didn't get married. And now he's married since 27 years. And he, <laughs> I was asking him if he was happy. And he's like, ah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, everything is fine. Uh, but, you know, everything his wife loves, he hates. And everything he loves, she hates. Um, but the thing that brings them together is that she understands him, like, and that's, that's the nice part about it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I found, I found this story just hilarious, you know, he was, he was such a, such a happy person. And, um, a lot of people are making, um, like deep sense out of a marriage and he's just like, yeah, you know, we understand each other in a way and, um, things don't always work out, but it's still it's still going, you know. And yeah, so during this conversation, I asked him a few questions about Cancun, about Mexico itself, and asked him what has changed during the time that he has spent in Cancun, um, like what was the main change that he saw. Um, and he gave me a pretty pretty nice answer because he said, like, 40 years ago, everything was different. There was no, like, 35 degrees um, heat. It was, like, chill, 28 degrees all the time. And the beaches, the beaches were completely white. They were so white. Is much Because they're white now, I saw them, but they were even more white so white that you couldn't look at the sand without burning your um the skin of your eyes um and you always needed to wear sunglasses and the sand was so thin and so like so tiny that even if you went if even if you went to the shower you had to take a brush to rub it off your skin. That's how thin the sand was and that's how yeah, it got stuck on your skin. And yeah, he was also talking about the sargasso. Sargasso is um, seaweed here and that there was no sargasso anywhere and um, that all of Cancun that is now like very touristy at a lot of places and um, yeah very let's say um, money centered money centered because of the tourists um, Cancun was more natural Cancun was more pure and more open and yeah that's what has been changing during all these years um, yeah, so that's, that's a little story about Fabiano, um, and he left me at the hostel, it was super beautiful to be at the hostel, and around me there was like a little jungle, it was actually just a little park, but in the morning I was waking up from the birds, and, um, I was surrounded by green, and it was really amazing, 
um, but and also the nights were just wow really really hot and humid and um, I don't know if there is still until today like if there was a night where I wasn't sweating during the night um, just because of the yeah humidity um, so from there I was uh, meeting other people I was meeting other people I was going into a hostel that was like a, on a on the hotel zone of Cancun it was like a party place um, and this hostel is known for yeah backpackers who are going there if they're going to Cancun and there was a nice like a nice party there was a salsa class at the beginning and you know guys I love salsa um, and there I met Frank and Frank is a Colombian. He's also like a huge traveler. He's uh, traveling with his motorbike. He's traveling um, like around around Mexico right now. And he had like he has an incredible story. And we started actually we started dancing together at the beginning like like randomly he was reaching out with his hand like a salsa song came on boom and he was like looking at me and like can you dance and i'm like yes <laughs> and we started dancing and later on we um we had um start yeah we started the conversation and we were really surprised to actually meet each other um in in that kind of way in that deep connection and so he's Colombian and, you know, all his life he was taking care of his family and making sure that his family was okay, that um, he was good enough to make enough money to take care of the family. And he was, like, amazing in school. Then he went... Um, he, he studied, then he was going to New York, then he made like a lot of money um, going back and forth through Colombia where he started a business and uh, to New York. And still he's so, so grounded. He's so grounded and so connected and it's so beautiful. And he catched me with one story because maybe you know guys that I'm doing cacao ceremonies. And he showed me that he created... So he's an engineer and um, he created a machine that cuts the cacao fruit without cutting the beans. And he is uh, like supporting laboratories to find out how the rest of the fruit of the cacao can be used, which is crazy because... Um, only, you know, it's the second most used food product after coffee. Um, and it's only being used 25% of it. And so we can use all the side products of the cacao um, in a different way. And so he's researching. Um, because, for example, the skin can be transformed into paper and the rest of it can be used for soil and like a lot of different things um, it has other functions and um, yeah, it's like the, the biggest or the second big, biggest food waste that we have and it's so crazy. Um, yeah, 
So that's something that he catched me with, and I, I, I just get amazed how, yeah, how much effort and how much creativity he puts into these things and uh, what beautiful, yeah, beautiful things are coming out of that. And um, yeah, how he's still so grounded and traveling a lot and connecting with other people and sharing his story. And um, yeah, it's it's a really, really beautiful, beautiful connection that has been there. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm just actually I'm just moving through a kind of a few stories. Um, so I've been I've been couch surfing after like two days in the hostel. I've been couch surfing with Rob, um, and he has a roommate. Um, she was she was amazing. She was uh, from the north of uh, of Mexico, and it was very funny because you know at the beginning my Spanish like really was bad, and um, I learned day by day like really <laughs> yeah taking some time to learn it and um, we just me and her uh, his roommate we just you know tried to have conversations but she couldn't speak very well English I couldn't speak very well Spanish and that's how things go and, you know and this is how we both learned and so Rob he's like uh, 38 but he has an energy like a like 24 <laughs> and he he also like he's a creator he's a manifester he's just you know creating so so beautiful things and um you know he impressed me or i saw a few things um with some mexicans um and he told me like a lot of history and a lot of cultural cultural background he taught me that and one thing that impressed me is like that if you're walking with friends men friends on the street in Mexico the men will always walk on the side of the street they will always walk on the side of the street because it's like you know part of the protection part of the um, taking care and um, like let's say masculine masculine thing maybe there's some machismo inside there like um you know macho yeah like macho protection in a way but and um that just impressed me because i was walking with a few mexican friends and they were always going to the to the street side and taking care of me and um yeah i was just surprised by that you know as a let's say as an independent woman <laughs> um so yeah rob um told me about that and rob was traveling down the mexican west coast by bike and he was also going through south america and told me like a lot of stories how beautiful that place is and he is mexican you know and he just explored his own country which i find so so amazing um i just love when people do that because I think you know the own country has a lot to offer as well and yeah and by bike and he told me about the narcos he told me about the cartels about the hunters um, who are uh, defending their land and about the you know the c corruption and capitalism and things that are happening here 
and how you know dangerous some places are here in Mexico but at the same time we were you know during the day walking just through dangerous places and um, he he told me that there is a part in himself that is looking for the risk that is looking for the danger knowing that he can take care of that and being okay with everything that is happening and um, of course you know it's his choice to do that um, and he has he told me a story about himself when he was little that he got money from his mother to um, go back and forth with a bus to school and to have some lunch and he started spending it like he was maybe 10 years old and he was spending it with his friends on like sweets and candies and stuff and he had to walk through a neighborhood that was very very dangerous and so they were you know when they were spending their money they were walking through the neighborhood knowing that anytime something could happen and um, he got robbed multiple times like as a child and as a, as a grown-up man and that for me is crazy like it's crazy I mean I I grew up in Berlin and you know people European people say that where I was living it's you know dangerous but this is fucking dangerous <laughs> here in Mexico is fucking dangerous sometimes and um, he got robbed like multiple times and he's like super chill about everything and he has so so high vibes and he's not in fear you know he's in in the vibration of love he's in the vibration of excitement of um, joy and I I was just sitting there with my mouth open and I was like what what the hell you get you got fucking robbed you know people were taking your personal belongings and he's like you know yeah yeah but i'm not attached to to any of the material stuff and it it taught me so many things and and yeah it's you know it's it's okay for that to happen um so yeah I'm very excited. I'm very excited how how things gonna turn out for me and um, what's gonna wait for me. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the little story of of Rob, um, and I want to share with you like two tiny little stories um, of two Argentinians. The one Argentinian who I met the first day in the same hostel like Frank. Um, he was, wow. He's 26 and he's a fucking dancer. He's a dancer for his life. Like the moves and the joy and the power and the strength behind it and the softness and the everything everything was absolutely beautiful and sexy and like ah i just loved watching him dance and being in that energy was such a gift and we met up like we spent a few days together uh, with some friends and um, like dancing at the beach and like every <laughs> everywhere we go uh, we went we were dancing, we were, 
yeah, just just having a lot of fun. And he was such an hilarious person, and we were laughing <laughs> so so much. And um, yeah, I just I just want to share how his life in Argentina was because in Argentina the value of the money is so little it's so so fucking little and the salary is even less um and so his his desire was to travel and to afford that he um yeah he he started volunteering at you know different places and so this is his way of of traveling is volunteering um, at hostels and um, going from yeah going from one place to another and it's crazy because we have been driving so many times and there's there's so much abundance there's so much abundance and he he also told me Amina you know sometimes I don't have any money and still I give and sometimes I have like a lot of money and I give because everything is coming back and forth and I don't worry about it. And um, I I just see his the light in his eyes every time he's dancing, where I see this is this is the one thing that he wants to be doing, like traveling and dancing. And I think there's such a joy in that. And he taught me, he basically taught me like, um, three days we were constantly speaking in Spanish and he was teaching me everything um, that he knew like everything how he could help me with and the one thing that I loved so much about him was that he wasn't judging he wasn't judging the way I was speaking the way I was dancing the way I was I don't know communicating and the nothing of it he was in in how do I say complete calmness and he was so in his presence and so um so gentle and so much taking care and yeah like having he he was so aware so aware of everything that was going on around him and um, at the same time so present with every person he was connecting with like lovely with children and wow that sounds like love story <laughs> but yeah it's just very beautiful and um yeah i just wanted to mention that that i you know i didn't see many people in my life that have so less judgment in their in their interactions with people and that's something i really enjoyed and i'm really thankful for him yeah so that was axel um and after that that was actually only five days <laughs> five days of cancun um after that i went to Isla Holbox, which is a little island a little bit more north of Cancun. White beaches, blue ocean, whales, and um, 
like a lot of fishes in here stingrays flamingos uh, crocodiles um just a very beautiful island i love it a lot and i'm staying here for three weeks and i'm working in a like a little ecological organic store which is a beautiful place to be and i met maka um, she is uh, 29 also from argentina <laughs> and also like helping me with learning more spanish and she's an incredible woman like i feel like she she has the same the same light in her eyes when she um yeah when she talks about her passion like axel um she was traveling through thailand the last year and she got stuck in thailand for one and a half years um due to the circumstances and yeah i she 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 loves she loves or she has the this one passion it's kickboxing and she wants to be doing that like to teach other people and to do classes for kickboxing and she had a manifestation like a wish that she wants to live on an island and to give classes and she was wishing for that in thailand and you know not it didn't work out and now we're here on the island in Holbox and she can actually do that. Within like days, things ended up for her um, very beautifully and she's now giving classes here um, for kickboxing, making some money and um, we're living together and it's super beautiful. And I want to share how, yeah, how I'm really grateful for her because um, for me here just one day before full moon I got really emotional and I like had a little breakdown because my physical body was still adjusting to all the changes and transformations that are happening to me and um, I was I was just missing everything everything that I have you know left behind in a way and I was a lot in, in, in pain and physical pain and emotional pain and um, a lot of things in my body just got stuck my chakras were blocked and so I broke down on that day um, sitting on the floor crying and she was coming in and you know asking if she could help and what what I need what what's wrong and and in her very beautiful feminine energy she was telling me Amina <laughs> what do you want do you want to travel and I was like yeah I do and she said then crying is just part of the commitment I cry every week I cry so many times during traveling and this is normal it doesn't mean that you're on the wrong path she said and <laughs> that made me cry even more because I understood that first I didn't have to understand everything that was going on in my body or everything that was going on in my emotional surrounding and secondly that I yeah that it's okay and <laughs> 
it's so stupid i tell that so many times to other people um but hearing that from another person was so important in that moment and was giving me such a smoothness such a softness um into my body and yeah she said amina it's okay it's absolutely okay and uh, i was so thankful for that because i was questioning like what is my purpose what is my purpose for being on this journey why why do i choose to be on on a path like this instead of being in a comfort zone instead of having like a simple life like a simple and easy life let's say easy life um and i still don't know the answer but i'm fully okay with that and i want to share that with you guys because i do believe that the mental part we try to figure out things we try to figure out all the things that we are doing and trying to find the source or the meaning or whatever but it's not important some things are just not meant to be figured out they're just meant to be felt and they're just meant to be lived and we don't have to we don't have it to figure it out all of it you know so yeah this is my path this is my journey until now um today i was doing like an amazing absolutely incredible zumba class is like a huge um like a building um, just like uh, how to say like a community hall where there is like kung fu or uh, karate and dances and other stuff and there is a big place just with a cement and a few walls and um, like maybe m yeah maybe 40 people 50 people are dancing there zumba with an amazing teacher and today i went there um, because I wanted to do it all the time and my my complete like all my energy was coming back I feel so grounded I feel so um, good so powerful and um, so powerful that I want to speak again that I want to share my voice and to share my journey with you guys and yeah I'm just here still on my journey still figuring out stuff still figuring out what's going on why why i'm here and um yeah this is this is the end of this episode and um, i hope you enjoyed it i hope i took you a little bit onto this um onto this journey and gave you a little view into um into mexico into the people that i met um, I love the Me Mexicans, they're absolutely super friendly and um, let's see where this, where this whole thing takes me. I wish you a beautiful day and hear you soon. Um, leave a comment on Instagram, leave a, a whatever, a voicemail on this uh, platform of Spotify um, or wherever you listen to this. And hear you hear you soon. Bye bye. I wish you a beautiful day.